We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today is Friday, December the 9th, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet on today's show Dowell Loggins for offensive coordinator. I'll give my thoughts on the latest as the lead candidate for the position has emerged in Loggins from Arkansas. Also, we're talking court cocks as South Carolina returns to action this weekend on Sunday afternoon as they take on the Presbyterian Blue Hose at the Colonial Life Arena. Guys, I will give my full thoughts on the game, including top storylines, PC players to watch for, and I'll lock in my lead pipe Lock of the weekend as well. Guys, we got a packed show for you here on this Friday. And of course, as always, it's brought to you by our friends over at Price Picks. Go down to the Price Picks app, go to pricepicks.com. When you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Guys, Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. Here's how it works you pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks optimizers or mass multi-entry guys it's literally just you against the projection they also allow mixed sport entry so for example you can take the over on lebron parlay with the under on mahomes parlay with the over on whatever else you can think of they got college sports pro sports anything and everything you can think of you can play it they've also got a slick easy use mobile app both in the app store google play and they're rated 4.8 stars in the app store with rave reviews guys so many fans and listeners of the spurs up show have made tons of money with our friends at prize picks and you should as well go down with the prize picks app go to pricepicks.com when you do use that promo code ts U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it.
Boys and girls, happy Friday. TGIF, hope you're all doing well. Chris Phillips here of the Spurs Up Show. We have got a packed show, a lot to get into here on this Friday. Guys, again, I hope you had a fantastic week, and I hope this show does find you well, no matter where you are, what you are doing. We are just three weeks away to the date from yet another Carolina kickoff as the Gamecocks take on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish in the Gator Bowl in Jacksonville, Florida, looking down to getting down there for that game. And, of course, the TSUS tailgate will take place in Lot J as we partner with our friends over at Carolina Scars. Very excited for that. I'm probably planning on getting in town either Tuesday or Wednesday. Of course, the pep rally with the Gator Bowl is on Thursday, and that game will be on Friday the 30th of that week. So, again, as we get closer to the game, we get closer to that week, I will let you guys all know all the details in regards to what we will be doing in our itinerary. Can't wait to get down there, chop up some content, meet up with some Gamecocks, and have a real good time. Also, on the note of the bowl game and content, yes, many of you have been asking, we are going to be doing a bowl game simulation via NCAA football. The video game, we will do a simulation against Notre Dame. Stay tuned for that. I'm not exactly sure when that's going to be. I got to look at my calendar and see when we can fit that in. But again, we will be getting that in very, very, very soon. So just again, stay tuned, guys. Again, I want to say thank you all so much. I appreciate you all, the love and the support on the merchandise side of the business, the Daily Crow, the podcast. Yours truly has been staying busy on that Christmas grind. So again, I just want to say thank you all so much, man. It's truly an incredible blessing. And Without you guys, TSUS would not be what it is, what it's becoming as we creep closer and closer to the start of bowl season, Christmas, the bowl game, and of course the turn of the calendar as we go into 2023. But what a show we've got today. You know, it's crazy. The other night, it was Wednesday night. You know, I thought I'd take some time to chill, relax, go to dinner, you know, put my phone down, sort of get away from it. You know, you think to yourself, okay. Regular season's over. Football's kind of behind us. There's not as much going on. And so I can take some time away. You know, it, it won't be a big deal if I'm off of social media for three or four hours, whatever. Boy, was I wrong because all of a sudden, Gamecock Nation went haywire on social media because of the news of what it sounds like is going to be the Gamecocks' next offensive coordinator. As again, rumors started circulating from 24 7 sports. Our friend Mark Ryan from Rivals, from everywhere and anywhere in between, as it is now sounding like Dowell Loggins, who I keep messing up this guy's name, by the way. For whatever reason, I keep butchering his name. I've, I've been saying Dowell Goggins. I've said Roggins, Loggins, whatever. Dowell Loggins is his name. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, has emerged as the lead candidate for the Gamecocks' next offensive coordinator. And I'm sure many of you are tuned in like, who the hell is Dowell Loggins? And that's exactly what I had to say as well. It took me a Google search to figure out that he currently serves as the tight ends coach for the Arkansas Razorbacks. He's been the offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans, Chicago Bears, Miami Dolphins, and New York Jets. And his alma mater, of course, is Arkansas. So from Newport, Arkansas, again, an NFL guy, been in the NFL 08 to 2020, and then been at Arkansas, like I mentioned, since 2021. Let me just start by saying this. Number one, this is not official, right? So I feel, I, I don't know if conflicted is the right word. I, I just, I'm not ready to lose my cool quite yet because it's it's not official and it is per sources season. And guys, 
we've seen all week long, right, from the Dan Mullen stuff to Kendall Bryles to Garrett Riley to Phil Longo. We've been hearing these names. We've been dealing with transfer portal. And again, it's so crazy because you think to yourself, okay, regular season football is over. Things are going to slow down a little bit. You could argue things have been busier this week than they are during a normal game week with all the moving pieces and things happening and uh, going crazy, if you will. And now we've got this offensive coordinator thing. After Marcus Satterfield took a hike and went to Nebraska, and I said it for weeks even before that because I think we all knew what needed to happen, right, in regards to South Carolina moving on and getting some fresh blood in at the OC spot. And I talked about repeatedly and have talked about it and will continue to talk about how important this hire is for Shane Beamer to get right. Because for his first two years in Columbia, Marcus Satterfield served as the scapegoat. He was the sole reason why the offense did not work outside of the final two games of the 2022 season and the Dukes Mayo Bowl. Let's give credit where credit's due. But Marcus Satterfield served as the scapegoat, right? And we all understand how that happened originally, right? Shane Beamer wanted to keep Mike Bobo. Then he was put in a tough spot where he needed to quickly hire an OC, and it was Marcus Satterfield, his buddy, right? His right-hand man, his dude, eventually got the job. And I mentioned for weeks, really the entire second half of this pre or of this past season, if you will, that this next OC had to be a home run. It, it has to hit. It has to be a success. Because what will happen is this. If this OC, whoever it is, whether it's Loggins or it's somebody else, I would say this about anybody. This hire is pivotal. Because if this next OC doesn't work, if we see more of the same that we saw in the Satterfield tenure the blame will move up the ladder it will go from well this is the oc's fault to whether you like it you dislike it whatever and you sunshine pumpers which you're already not tuned into my show but in case you are you know you may not like to hear it but the the blame will move up the ladder it will and so you look at this potential hire and guys right now i would say my confidence level in this, and this is just going based off of what I've heard, right? This is just going based off of what I've heard. Um, you know, I don't have any inside sources except the people I talk to. So I guess you could say inside sources, but my contacts, if you will, uh, we've had J.C. Sherbert on the Daily Crow. You know, I've talked to many others that, uh, you know, at this point, I'd be kind of surprised if he does not get the job, right? And, and I straight up had to do a Google search. I didn't know who the hell Dowell Loggins was. Again, I would still probably say he's probably got the weirdest name I've ever heard, but either way, that's neither here nor there. Uh, tight ends coach at Arkansas currently. But you look at this hire and this opening, if you will, at OC. And I said for weeks that it was important that, and this is just from my viewpoint, right? That it was important, I felt, that they hire someone that was going to instill confidence in the fan base and was someone that when this fan base looked at the guy, they said, you know, it'd be surprising if it didn't work out. Like, you know, you, you got all this positive momentum and you would have liked to or you like to parlay that positive momentum into making a splash or making the best possible hire. So you look at this Dowell Loggins guy, right? And he very well might turn out to be a fantastic offensive coordinator. But if you're telling me to just blindly support, if you're telling me to just blindly be optimistic, and be happy 
over this hire and to not for even a moment think critically or be critical of the hire, then you don't know me, you don't know TSUS, you don't know anything that I stand for. Because I saw some people late yesterday on social media support Coach Beamer. Like, why ain't this page projecting more positivity? Well, I can tell you this. I'm going to see things. My, 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 my commitment is to the truth. My commitment's not to USC and making USC feel good or even making you feel good. My commitment is to the truth. I'm going to call it as I see it, and I'm going to keep it a buck. Now, with that being said, I'm not going to label Dowell Loggins guilty till proven innocent. And I do trust Shane Beamer. Let me make that very clear. I trust Shane Beamer. Shane Beamer at this point, guys, after going eight and four and ending the season beating Tennessee and Clem Sucks, back-to-back wins over top 10 teams first time in school history, going to the Gator Bowl, right? If he wins the Gator Bowl, back-to-back bowl wins in his first two seasons, and he will have the most wins in the first two years of a South Carolina head football coach ever. So I trust Shane Beamer. Shane Beamer has earned the benefit of the doubt. That is true. That is absolutely true. And anyone that's overreacting saying, oh my God, Beamer's in over his head. He doesn't know what he's doing. We should fire Beamer. They're absolutely off their rocker. However, what I can say is this. I will not blame anyone or come down on anyone or feeling underwhelmed if this is indeed the hire. And that's the if, right? The, the if, because it's not official yet, but there's enough there where we feel like it's pointing in that direction. So let's just play the hypothetical game. If Dowell Loggins is the guy, I will not blame anyone for raising an eyebrow, for feeling underwhelmed, because I feel the same. You know, somebody asked me on social media, what did you expect? Who'd you expect us to hire? Well, At minimum, I expected us to hire a guy that I didn't have to Google who he was. I had never even heard of the cat. And I'm not sitting here saying I've heard of every OC and that it's a requirement. You got to you got to have one of these top names or whatever. Shane Beamer has a process. I totally understand that. But guys, we talked about it when Sat was the OC. We talked about it at end of season. How, hey, it's not really going to fly with this fan base. It's not going to fly with folks if you go out there and hire a guy who. His resume is shoddy. It's a huge roll of the dice, right? Because Dowell Loggins, if he's the guy, he very well may work out. But guys, look at his resume. One of the worst offensive coordinators in the NFL during his time. And that's not me, you know, my opinion. That's what the statistics tell you. And I understand in the NFL, it's a lot different. There's a lot of moving pieces, right? There's a lot of different factors that play into it. I totally understand. You know, you look at the organization, you look at the players they have, I get it. But did not average over 20 points per game even once during his time as an OC, okay? Did not have a very successful career at that level. Has never called plays at the college level. I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing? And again, I trust Shane Beamer, but all of these concerns, folks, in my opinion, are very fair. It's not guilty till proven innocent, but I'm suspicious. This is a sus hire if he ends up being the guy. It is very suspect. And it is one that if it works, great, great. Obviously, that's our hope. That's our expectation. It better work. It better work. Because if it doesn't, 
my goodness, if it doesn't, right? People are going to come back and say, Shane Beamer don't know ball. Shane Beamer don't know offensive football. Shane Beamer, nobody wants to work for Shane Beamer on the offensive side. Obviously, because he's had two swings at it and couldn't get anybody worth a damn. So, and 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 again, I, it's it's Loggins may not even be the guy. We don't know yet, but there's enough smoke there, guys, where it seems like it seems pretty likely that he'll probably get the job. Now, from things that I've heard, people I've talked to, you know, Shane Beamer's committed to this pro-style offense, and it doesn't mean he wants to run some 1980s scheme. They want to be able to do a little bit of everything well. When they need to run it, they want to run it. When they want to throw it, they need to throw it. Uh, I saw our, our friend Mark Ryan said a mix of Arkansas and Tennessee, which seems kind of, I don't know, seems kind of interesting. Um, you know, maybe you would like to think Shane Beamer learned at the end of the season. He learned from the end of the season when they obviously shrunk down the playbook, they simplified, and how well that worked. And Shane Beamer's not an idiot, right? He, he's not clueless. You know, if, if you can't trust your head coach to hire coordinators, position coaches, and everything in between, then you probably don't have the right guy head coach. So I fully support Shane Beamer. Beamer ball to the freaking moon. I trust him. Hey, it's a wait and see thing. It's a wait and see thing. But I will not come down on anyone for feeling underwhelmed because I feel very similar to how I felt when Marcus Satterfield was hired. And it's it's an extremely, and, and listen, guys, it's an extremely underwhelming hire. That's a fact. Like, like there's no debating that. There's, there's no debating it. It's an extremely underwhelming hire. Now, it's an extremely underwhelming hire that might work. No doubt it might work. But it's underwhelming either way, if it indeed comes to fruition. That's the key, if. But it's an extremely underwhelming hire. It very well may work out for the long run, and we may be sitting here three, four years from now like, ha, <laughs> when we doubted Dowell Loggins? What a guy. What a legend. But it's underwhelming nonetheless, Right? So, you know, we will see. There's still moving pieces, and we don't exactly know what's going to happen. Um, this came out of nowhere, I felt like, on on uh, on Wednesday night. Like I said, I got on my phone, and all hell had broken loose. And, you know, I, I they're, they're, as I've said before, guys, with everything in sports fandom, but certainly when it comes to the Gamecocks, there are three ways to look at it. There's the garnet glasses point of view. There is the doom and gloom point of view. And then there's the middle. And I try to stay in the middle as much as possible. So, again, my take, staying in the middle, I don't think it's fair to sit here and say and to write this guy off and guilty till proven innocent. And, you know, very well, this, this hire could turn out to be the best thing that's ever happened to South Carolina football, right? But I also don't think you should be someone that, you know, is saying, well, you know, if it's got a block C on it, you know, it's, it, it's above questioning. You know, I can't question it because it's garnet and black. You know, these people can do no wrong. I, I just, I, I don't operate that way. You guys know that, those that are tuned in, but I've just seen people on social media like, I don't operate that way. I'm looking at this through a critical eye. And that's what I love about you guys, by the way. Our audience is extremely smart. You guys are extremely smart. I would argue TSUS has the smartest audience of any audience out there that follows the Gamecocks and maybe even any SEC team, because you guys look at things through a critical eye. You don't just take things at face value. You just don't, you don't just accept things for what they are because they got a block C and they're painting garnet and black. You see things for what they are and you look at them through a critical eye. You ask questions. You're curious. That makes you smart. That makes you smarter than most. 
So I look at Dowell Loggins, and again, I, I'm not writing this guy off. I'm also not praising him and saying he's flawless. It's a lot to prove. This is a roll. If it's indeed this guy, if it's indeed Loggins, it's a roll of the dice. It's a roll of the dice. And hey, listen, if Shane Beamer feels it in his heart of hearts and he has conviction, he says, you know what? I've sat down. I've done the interviews. I know ball. I know what USC needs. Loggins is the guy. Well, then you know what? Salute. I'm behind Shane Beamer 110%. But it's a risk. It's a risk, no doubt. And for those two, I've seen people commenting like, well, what'd you think about, what'd you think about the, uh, the Shane Beamer hire? You, you, you didn't quite, you, I bet you were questioning that too. Yeah. I also said that was a roll of the dice guys. I loved Beamer when he was hired. I, 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 I've, I've been supportive of the Beamer hire since the jump, but that was a risk. Of course it was. Of course it was. It absolutely was a risk. It absolutely was a risk. With that being said, I, I I am very curious to see how this unfolds. Will it be Loggins? I don't think Shane Beamer is going to make a, you know, I don't think he's going to make a decision, right, based off of Twitter and what fans think. But uh, I, I wonder if the noise has any effect at all. And, you know, I, I want Shane Beamer, and I know he will. He doesn't need me to tell him to do this, but to make the best possible decision he can for kind of football, I know he'll do that. I trust he'll do that. Again, he's earned the benefit of the doubt. But, uh, you know, again, I, with that being said, I will not blame anyone if you feel a bit underwhelmed if Loggins is indeed the guy. So, again, this could all just be hypothetical chatter. It could not even happen. I just wasted like 20 minutes of my time ranting about it. But uh, it seems like to me there is enough smoke, guys, to where it seems very likely that Loggins will indeed get the job. So, again, we shall see. Uh, we will keep you guys up to date. Make sure you stay tuned to the Spurs Up show for all your details, all your information on the Dowell Loggins chatter, and we'll let you know if anything changes. Guys, that being said, let's move off of football and onto the hardwood because the Court Cox return to action this weekend, Sunday, against PC. Before we do, I want to tell you about our friends who are at Carolina Cigars because the Spurs Up show, as always, is brought to you by our friends at Carolina Cigars. Guys, Carolina Cigars has been in operation since 2008, recently taken over by the Peterson family in 2020. Whether you're new to the cigar scene or whether you've been enjoying cigars your entire life, Carolina Cigars has the expertise and knowledge to make your visit to their shop enjoyable. Stop by for a fine cigar and experience their classic cigar lounge where people come together, share conversations, and become friends. So if you're into cigars you're on Hilton Island, you really do need to come by and visit them. They offer same-day shipping nationwide, free delivery island-wide for weddings and all special occasions. They're also proud to offer premium cigars at nine outside humidor locations around Hilton Head Island, and they have special events throughout the year as well. They want to talk to you. They want to engage they want to share with you their cigar selection that they're very proud of and their beautiful cigar lounge. So when you're in the low country, there's only one place for cigars. That's Carolina Cigars, Hilton Head Island's premier cigar merchant. Come and share your passion. It's all there at Carolina Cigars. And guys, the only place that I get my stogies, of course, Carolina Cigars. You can find them on Instagram at, at Carolina underscore cigars. That's at Carolina underscore cigars. Or give them a call today at 843 681 8600. That's 843-681-8600. And guys, if you need your Irish packs for the bowl game, again, they ship nationwide and they ship extremely quickly. So be sure. Also, guys, hey, Christmas, right? Just around the corner. What a gift it would be to give someone in your life a couple of stogies this Christmas season. Again, shoot them a DM, give them a call. They will get you taken care of. Smoke them if you got them and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up show Sent you. All right, let's dive into it, guys. On to the hardwood again. Gamecocks at four and three take on Presbyterian, who sits at two 
and eight right now. PC's already played 10 games. That's crazy. Uh, either way, again, the game is Sunday at the CLA, six o'clock tip off on a Sunday afternoon. Pretty crazy. SEC Network Plus is where you can watch the game. Again, PC sitting at two and eight. Their head coach is Quentin. Farrell, and it has been rough going for PC thus far. They're averaging 62.1 points per game. Their opponents are scoring 68.4 points per game, and they are shooting just 40% from the field. You look at their schedule. Uh, they beat Carolina University in their first game, which I have never in my life heard of Carolina University. I'll be totally honest. They then lost to the Citadel, East Carolina, UAB, Bucknell, Albany, Charlotte. They beat VMI 72 to 57 and then also lost to Wofford and College of Charleston. So, again, losers of two in a row. They will look to snap that losing streak in this game. You look at the top storylines, guys, and the big one is this. South Carolina coming off a really, really big win last weekend against Georgetown. Does the long layoff affect USC? Of course, exams and everything, taking care of the schoolwork stuff. Does the layoff hurt? Do we see South Carolina rusty, at least in the early going in this game? Uh, also, guys, the big storyline, you look at this game, of course. The Gamecocks are going to be the favorites. We expect them to win. I look at this as a game as another opportunity to build confidence, right, for your group, uh, for your starting five, for your bench players as well. Get a guy like Gigi Jackson, continue to build confidence because, again, you need to use games like this to, to build your roster, build your program, and build up continuity as you creep closer to SEC play. Also, another big storyline, guys, of course, anytime it's an in-state matchup, it's a lot of fun. PC, it's funny. I was, I'm a Newberry guy, of course, so Newberry and PC were big rivals, so – uh, you know, seeing Presbyterian, seeing them on the schedule, it's a really cool thing. And I know it's one that the players really look forward to. Uh, and guys, final storyline is this. It's an empty the bench type of matchup, right? Again, South Carolina should win. They're going to win most likely. I think this is a great opportunity to get guys that don't get tons of minutes, get them out there. Again, you know what you got right now with guys like Gigi Jackson, Chico Carter, Hayden Brown, Michi Johnson, guys like that. You need to continue, though, to build depth, if at all possible. Uh, guys, PC players to watch for. You start with their leading scorer, uh, Crosby James, averaging 10.5 points per game. You then look at Marquise Barnett, 9.8 points per game. Uh, Winston Hill with 9.7 points per game. But again, PC, they've struggled scoring, guys. Only one scorer. In, uh, in double digits, average per game. Winston Hill, also a really good three-point shooter, 50% uh, from three-point land. Granted, he's only three for six from threes. I'm looking at these statistics. So either way, uh, you know, if you can shut down Crosby James, you got a good shot to shut them down as a whole, which leads us into, guys, as we look at this ball game, as we look at this ball game, the lead pipe lock of the weekend brought to you by our friends over at A1 Air Quality Consultants. As I look for the ad read here, isn't it funny? I did not have it pulled up because uh, here we go. A1 Air Quality Consultants. Appreciate those guys. Our lead pipe lock of the weekend. They're giving corporate services for working man prices. They have over 20 years in the mold industry and 10 years in the asbestos industry. They use the most modern scientific technology for highly accurate results, and they perform the following services, mold testing, air, and surface, allergen testing, air for things like pollen, dust, etc. asbestos testing in building materials, asbestos air testing to make sure it's not airborne, air monitoring services during abatement projects, and E. coli testing surface 
and water. For more information, guys, give them a call today at 864-619-2092. That's 864-619-2092. You can also find them on Twitter at A1AirQuality1 and on Instagram at A1AirQualityConsultants. For any other questions, head to their website at A1AirQualityConsultants.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. And guys, when you look at this game, again, I, I think it's almost like a name your score game for South Carolina. I know in basketball it's different upsets happen, but I think the Gamecocks will be able to take advantage of a PC team that just can't score. They really can't shoot. I know the Gamecocks have had their own troubles on the offensive side, but I think against PC, they will find their stroke. They'll find their way. And they will build off of the big win against Georgetown. Lock me in, guys. I've got Gamecocks 74, the Presbyterian Blue Hose 51. Again, I think it's a fairly easy night for South Carolina on a Sunday night matchup. I think the rest pays off. I think this is a team that's fresh, is focused, is ready to go, and is excited to get back to basketball after a big exam week, obviously knocking out the school side of things. So again, lock me in our lead pipe lock of the weekend brought to you by our friends over at A1 Air Quality Consultants, South Carolina 74, Presbyterian 51. Also, guys, I do want to mention the women play at 2 o'clock against Liberty. My final score prediction for them Dawn Staley's team a lot, Liberty not so much. <laughs> They're going to win in blowout fashion. So should be a fun weekend on the hardwood, and I'm sure, guys, with Gamecocks football, uh, again, there's no offseason, man. As we count down to the bowl game and, and get ready for that and with this OC stuff and the transfer portal NIL, it truly never stops, which we love because that means content's bleeding out of the eyeballs. Guys, that's going to do it all for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Y'all stay tuned to all of the content and i'll leave you with this go cox beat pc and we will talk to you all on monday